um, in any person's plan to overcome any problem, any enslavement issue that they have, they need to put guards in place to help them avoid those temptations. That was Ben Lawrence teaching us about the importance of accountability software and how to use it for powerful results. Most of us can agree that accountability software is essential in our fight against pornography, but how do we put in place so that it will protect us the most during those times of temptation? What do we look for when we are considering which accountability software will work best for us? In this podcast episode, Ben walks us through all of those issues and more. This is the Overcoming Porn Podcast. Let's cue the intro music. Welcome to the Overcoming Porn Podcast, where it's all about helping you flee temptation, overcome porn, and live in lasting victory over sexual sin from a biblical perspective. Produced by the Titus II Institute. going on everyone and welcome to the show my name is george from the titus 2 institute and we are a ministry dedicated to building up the next generation through counseling coaching and building online schools and welcome brothers to episode 25 of the overcoming porn podcast thank you for being with us and taking time out of your day to spend with us and if we have been a benefit or blessing to you in any way please would you give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave a nice review or follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. That would be much appreciated in helping us reach more men with the message of gospel hope in the midst of their sexual sin. And today, brothers, we have an amazing episode where I'm interviewing Ben Lawrence, and he's going to be teaching us about the importance of accountability software and all of the ins and outs that are associated with accountability software. And who else then to get on the show than Ben Lawrence, since he is the co-founder, along with his wife uh, and CEO of Accountable to You, an, an accountability software company focused on helping you pursue an honest, transparent, and meaningful life. He has a background in business administration with some uh, computer programming sprinkled in there. And uh, he is blessed with a lovely wife of 23 years and they live on their small farm in northern Kentucky with their seven lovely children. And if you want to learn more about Accountable to You, please go to Accountable to You. That's Accountable with the number two, you, uh, dot com. And you can find out all the information there. And I believe you can get a free trial as well. And I stand beside this uh, software. I use it in my own life. And I have found it to be the best accountability software out there. And so, brothers, I'm super excited to sit down with Ben and to talk about this important issue and this 
important piece in your pursuit of sexual purity. Um, but before we get into the show today, I do want to let you know about a free resource we have called the Overcoming Porn Blueprint. And that is the four areas of attack that you need to implement and employ in order to finally slay the beast of sexual sin in your life, or at least be in the best position and be most equipped to do so. And right now, this free PDF resource comes with a 10-day email companion course where we actually walk you through how to implement this in your life. And so you can get that at Titus 2 Institute. That's Titus with, with the number 2 Institute.com forward slash blueprint. You can get that free resource there. And brothers, let's jump right into my interview with Ben Lawrence on the Overcoming Porn podcast, episode 25. Let's get it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is George, and I am your host from the Titus II Institute. And I am sitting here today with Ben Lawrence. How are you doing, Ben? Doing well, George. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Yo, Ben, so before we begin, why don't you just share a bit about uh, yourself, whether that is personally or vocationally? Sure. Yeah, I'm the um, owner and uh, CEO of Accountable to You. Um, we're based in Williamstown, Kentucky, and uh, we've been um, working with Accountable to You for since 2008. Um, I'm actually co-owner with my wife. She helped me start it back then. And um, yeah, today we have uh, seven kids. And as a hobby, we live on a farm here in northern Kentucky and thoroughly enjoy the animals and the uh, if you have never been to Kentucky here would highly recommend coming to this area we have the Ark Encounter in our backyard absolutely wonderful ministry there and something definitely worth seeing wow that's amazing and you actually raise livestock and animals well uh, chickens and um, yeah geese ducks um, some guinea, guinea chicken or guinea hen actually, and a wow. couple of goats. So any, anything that is bigger than me, I typically don't like to touch it. So cattle, <laughs> yeah. but goats I can handle. That is amazing. You know, I would have never guessed that you being a CEO of a software company, also living on a farm and raising chickens and goats. That is truly amazing. <laughs> Um, I'll be on the side. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So yeah, like you said, you know, you are the founder and CEO along with your wife of Accountable to You, which is an awesome accountability software that I use personally and my church uses. <laughs> and I have recommended it to every brother who has asked me, you know, how they can, you know, get the upper hand and have the edge in overcoming their porn struggle. Um, so, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, you know, what is accountable to you and uh, why did you feel the need to start it uh, and create something like this? Sure. So the way we describe it is um, accountable to you as itself is when you're uh, being alone on a device can easily lead to making poor choices. And so accountable to you was built as a monitoring tool designed to help a person fight temptation. 
Um, you know, we quietly monitor the device activity so much so that it, it's something that you shouldn't even see on your device. Um, it shouldn't get in the way. And it really provides the partner with, um, it, it provides openness and transparency um, with an accountability partner, someone that you choose. And it, the goal is to really make better choices. And so obviously viewing pornography is a really bad choice. Uh, it is sin. And so what we wanna do is help build a guard against that temptation to sin. And so as an accountability software, um, that's our main goal is to really help a person make better choices on their devices. Hmm. Um, you asked about how, how it got started. Um, I personally struggled with pornography years ago and, um, uh, the Lord came down on me with very strong conviction so much. So I liken it to a, uh, getting hit upside the head with a two by four. Um, it was not pleasant. It hurt really bad. Um, but the, I'm so thankful for the conviction of the Lord. Um, I immediately dropped what I was doing and went and confessed my sin to my wife. Um, she lovingly forgave me and, um, through lots of tears, um, you know, we started the process of rebuilding trust in our marriage. Um, but the, the, the day that I confessed, um, it was kind of like a smoker who quit smoking cold turkey. For me, the desire for pornography went away um, almost immediately, um, and a desire to be open, transparent with my wife immediately filled that void. And so um, I put accountability software on my computer. This was, this was a while back. We didn't have cell phones that were smart back then. Um, and so that, that accountability software was a wonderful tool for me, except it caused my computer to crash a lot. And being a computer consultant, I, you know, it was really harming my day-to-day -day life. Um, it came to the point where I wanted accountability so bad, but I couldn't have it because of the software that I was running. So I tried every software, every monitoring tool, anything. And they all had the same problem. And I just, I could not get them to work. And no matter what I did, it was, it was a fruitless effort. So um, being a computer programmer, you know, why not try and just write one yourself, right? <laughs> that was a, that was a, a trial um, and took many years. Um, but I really felt the leading to, of, of the Lord to, to write a software that I could use myself personally, share my activity with my wife. And um, again, after, you know, a, a bit of trial and error, we were able to get that to work. And um, we used it like that for, for several years. It, it was a hobby on the side. Didn't think much of it, uh, aside from keeping myself accountable. And um, the pastor of my church really encouraged me to let other people use this tool because, you know, it works really well for you and it might work well for them too. And so in 2008, we opened it up to the world and um, the Lord is just tremendously blessed. 
Um, I, I think of that verse, um, oh, the, the references uh, is just lost. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, you have ashes and the Lord makes beauty out of it. And so that's kind of what I believe the Lord has done here. And just so thankful to be used of him to, you know, to, to write this and to share it with so many people. Amen. Well, thank you for sharing that story and taking that step of faith and obedience to actually making it public. And uh, like I shared before, and, uh, you know, when you were talking off uh, screen, uh, it has definitely been a huge blessing in my life. And uh, I found it to work extremely well. And it didn't have any gimmicks or bells and whistles and just did the job and it uh, has been that safeguard in many times uh, when I have felt tempted and I'm sure for many other brothers as well uh, so you know you you kind of talked about you know accountability software and and using a lot of them back in the day and you know all of them have evolved since then um, but, uh, you know, you talked about some things that uh, you would have liked and some things that weren't working well. So in your opinion, um, you know, what would be, what would make an accountability software a good accountability software? Sure. And that was a great question. Um, so accountability software is a tool. Um, in essence, it's a, it's, you know, simply monitoring and sharing reports with somebody else. Um, what makes a good accountability software is not really the tool itself, but the people. So you have to have a desire to be accountable to even use a tool for one. Um, that's kind of your first hurdle, if you will. And being accountable means opening your life, uh, being transparent and sharing you know, relevant details of your life with somebody else. Um, it's it's a very um, intimate and very personal thing, but it is a very needed thing to make an accountability software do what it's supposed to do. And so, especially in our digital digital age today, when you have your all your information on a handheld device that is very small, fits in your pocket, you know, you really need to have you really need to be willing to be accountable and open with your activity. The second piece, you need to have someone that is a is an accountability partner, but is someone that is very trusted. And um, there's a whole lot of qualifications for an accountability partner. I won't get into those right now, but someone who is who can confront, but also in a spirit of gentleness. And so it really takes a, it, it takes a very dedicated person, um, you know, be it another man, uh, if you were a man, if you're a woman, obviously a woman or a spouse, if the relationship can handle the situation that was being accountable for. Um, so that's, that, that's a human element of things. Again, a person has to want it. If they don't want it, it will not work. Doesn't matter how good a software is. That person will find any loophole they can find they're going to hide and it doesn't matter. So the person has to want it for one. They have to have a good partner for, for the second point. 
um, as far as software goes, it just needs to work. Um, that's the hard part. Um, building software that works in our modern day and age, when you have so much, um, um, you know, anti-privacy uh, concerns and stuff, how do you get relevant information to hold a person accountable in, in a good manner? And so that's why it, it takes a lot of engineering, programming, and time to get the right information without compromising a person's privacy. Um, so that's that's one of the things we want to do is we want it to work. We want it to work well. The other part is it needs to stay out of the way. Um, you don't want a tool that is going to cause your machine to be slow, um, your your internet to be slow. You really want a tool that's going to work as, as if it is transparent itself. Um, that is extremely hard to do. Um, so that's one of the points that we work on. It's one of our um, core values, if you will, is to eagerly persevere, making our software as seamless as it can be. Um, so those are the two points of software. You really, you know, you shouldn't notice it's on the device at all. Um, you should be able to address issues that are, are a temptation for you as well. So um, I, this is kind of a, maybe a funny example, but if my struggle was, was, was with looking at YouTube and watching like a, you know, those funny cat videos, um, and I'm spending like five hours of time watching funny cat videos, that's not good. You know, that is, a, that is not redeeming the time. Um, that is a bad practice. So an accountability software should also be able to allow you to go in and say, this is a problem for me. YouTube, for example, I want my partner to be alerted when I am watching YouTube. And so that is a, that is a, the ability to add custom triggers to our system is a, is one of those things that really helps people stay accountable, guard against those temptations that are that are so easily there. We're all susceptible to it. Um, you know, you go to YouTube, click on the video. Oh, that one's funny. Click on this one. That one's cute. And you go on down the list. And before you know it, you spent hours of time. That's just an example. Um, obviously, there's other ways you can direct that traffic. But those are some of the key points to an accountability software that I would highly encourage people to look at. Um, to me, that's what makes a good accountability software. Um, and in fact, I think it makes a great accountability software. Yeah, for sure. It's funny how you mentioned that because, you know, I have found just kind of in my personal use that it is incredibly lightweight and you just completely forget about it. Just monitors in the background, keeps you accountable, lets people know when you're going down the wrong path. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing those those points and those were all super insightful. Um, now, if we consider the person who, you know, is on that path of wanting to overcome porn, you know, they profess Christ, you know, they've had this struggle, you know, whether for a short or long period of time, and, you know, they want to get serious with fighting this and they want it out of their life. Um, how does accountability software fit into their 
overall plan to overcome this sin? We see this question quite a bit from uh, potential users. Um, first of all, accountability provides transparency. Um, so it reveals ourselves to someone else. And, um, you know, a lot of people, how do I overcome this issue that I have? The real answer was, well, you should have started it a long time ago. Um, I know that doesn't help you in the moment, but accountability should have started before there was a problem. Um, but that being said, now that you're into it, into it, what do you do? Um, it is a guard against that temptation. I keep saying that over again because there's a lot of apps out there that sell themselves as a quit pornography app. Um, we don't sell that. We sell a card against temptation. And temptation takes many different forms. Galatians 6.1 um, is our key verse that we use at Accountable to You. Um, the end of that verse says, you know, keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted. And it is the, um, in any person's plan to overcome any problem, any enslavement issue that they have, they need to put guards in place to help them avoid those temptations and call them out. And so that's what we're all about is really um, trying to understand that. Now, the problem is we're sinners, okay? And our hearts are desperately wicked, as Jeremiah says. You know, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Um, who could know it? You know, so it's easy, so easy to rationalize our own behavior. And, you know, for example, um, without going down the road too much, you know, you go to a website and there may be, there may be advertisements, but the website itself, you know, uh, maybe a news website. But all these advertisements are a, um, a temptation. You know, they may be ads that, well, anyway, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but... You get the picture. It could be a very yeah, big, we all know those ads. Right. They're a big temptation, but you rationalize it saying, hey, I'm just reading the news, right? Or I'm just getting, you know, this information or that information. And yeah, I can, I don't, I can block it out. Okay. That's the problem. We don't know our own hearts. We are very wicked to the core. And, um, Without a guard in place to watch those temptations, it, you know, it can easily overtake us. And that's what we are designed for. So in anyone's plan, you know, that's what we that's what we would put ourselves is it, only a hard choice can help you overcome an issue. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And so we we're not going to take the place of the Holy Spirit. Um, we, we can't promise any guarantee that you will stop you know, watching pornography or anything like that, our guarantee is that we can only ha help you put a guard in place against temptation. And so it's a different mindset than what you traditionally see. It's a different approach, but it's the one that we feel is the most biblical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I like what you said about how, you know, you're not taking the the place of the Holy Spirit and actually changing this person, but you're giving him the tool and the guard to be able to block this out. 
And that's what I always teach, you know, the men that uh, we talk to. One of the first things is just to put as many boundaries as you can between you and that particular sin. You know, the reason why most of us don't, you know, go and, you know, solicit a prostitute is because we got to get into our car. We got to drive down to this place that they, you know, roam and we have to talk to one and we have to solicit one and we have to take the money out of our wallets and we have to do all of these steps in order to, you know, actually do commit that. Uh, but with pornography on the phones, you know, one click away and you're there and you're there and you're right in it. And so that's definitely a lot of good wisdom there that uh, you shared with us, Ben. Uh, so, you know, we, you kind of talked about it as well, about how, you know, software, you know, can't be perfect in catching everything. Uh, and we know and no software can perfectly catch everything. But, you know, what are some best practices on setting up accountability software so that it's most effective? Sure. No, that's a really good question. We actually get that one a lot at the different uh, places that we go to conferences and whatnot when people come by. Um, I would probably say each device has its own strengths and weaknesses when it comes to an accountability software. Um, for example, an, a good quality Android phone like a Samsung or a Galaxy is far superior for accountability than an iPhone. Um, simply in, in what you can monitor on it. Um, on Android, we can see into the app. We can see the activity going on inside of an app and we can relay that information to the accountability partner. iPhone is more restrictive. Um, we have really good engineers on our team and they provide the best accountability that we know, but still on iPhone, you still have apps that we cannot see activity from. Um, so I always suggest buying Android phones and make sure they're good quality. You want a Samsung, or a, a Pixel, or you know, you want to spend some money on a phone. Don't go to Walmart and get the little uh, Altels. They don't do very well. Um, you want a good quality Android phone. Um, so that that would be the kind of first. Make sure the device you're using is designed for accountability. Um, is that meaning that some of the smaller phones that are less powerful would actually inhibit the software from working properly? Or so. Phones have um, built-in battery performance on them, and your your more inexpensive phones, uh, the ones at Walmart, your Altel, um, that battery performance is extremely aggressive, and it tends to shut down different components that are needed for a good a good accountability experience. So we would recommend you know getting a device that has you know a, a stronger platform of Android on it, your Galaxies, your Samsung devices in general, pretty good. Um, your Pixel by Google is also a good one. Uh, Motorola has some decent devices as well. Um, that's what you're looking for. The, um, the Chinese phones typically do not. And so we would recommend not buying those types. 
Um, nothing against those brands, just they typically are more aggressive in their battery optimization and will prohibit accountability software. The um, uh, Moving along to computers, uh, your Windows, your Mac, and your Linux computers, um, they have great monitoring with us. And so for those, whatever platform you want to choose, we, uh, we should be able to support it. Linux, on the other hand, is, is Linux. There's a wide variety of platforms there and different flavors of Linux. We support as many as we can. And so we're the only platform that uh, provides, that I know of, that provides that level of accountability on Linux platforms. Um, so those are, that's the device side of things. Um, again, the, the, the setting your own trigger word or phrases is the other aspect I would say. So yes, there is no perfect accountability software. They all have issues. It all depends on the human heart and what I want out of my account. If I want to be accountable, the software will work great for me. If I have the right device, it'll be perfect. Um, but if I'm struggling with a particular sin issue that is not, how do I say this, mainstream, um, I, I don't have an example, but um, if you're struggling with gambling, for example, and it's not something that people are actively looking for, the trigger word list is a wonderful tool to use. It, it really helps you tune that system to what you need. And so I go back there as a way to tune the software to match your needs. And I think that's uh, one of the biggest things that can help people really be accountable, not just in the area of pornography, but for anything that comes across on their device. Yeah, those are good um, for sure. And uh, you mentioned that level of customization and I have used that personally on certain things that you can kind of get away with under the radar um, and things that, yeah, uh, could lead you, you know, to sinning. Um, and one of the other features that I love most um, is the text feature. Um, I don't know any other software that actually has that. And, uh, you know, that is just so powerful. And I always counsel men to kind of pick the person that you would be most like embarrassed to like find out about this or find out like what your view would, you know? So I have my wife, my pastor and my mentor uh, on there and they get an instant text if anything were to go down. And I have actually been in those moments and <laughs> the last thing that has saved me is like, I don't want my pastor to see that I'm looking this up. Or like my wife is just upstairs and she will come down right away because she sees this is coming up as a text. And so I found that to be really powerful. Yeah, that, that one feature, um, we introduced that one a long time ago. And um, we're continuing to upgrade that feature, by the way, to make it even better. But um, we've had stories, uh, lots of stories of people um, parents, they're going to bed, their phone is next to them there at the nightstand, which we don't recommend, but it's there. And, you know, the text alert goes off and it's their child in a different room, obviously, 
different different floor of the house, you know, looking at stuff that they shouldn't be. And they're like, he's supposed to be in bed hours ago. And so they go upstairs and sure enough, you know, under the covers, he's on his phone. And uh, wondering how in the world did they know that? Um, we've also had situations where um, a person was looking up suicide and, um, you know, they were in the depths of depression and it was a real event. They were, um, yeah, ready to commit that act. Um, that suicide is one of our, you know, keywords. Self-harm is one area that we monitor. And so, um, you know, the text alert went off, a, a mentor or advocate on the other side was able to, you know, get in immediate touch with that person and to save a life. And so we see that, we see those stories um, coming through and, oh, that, that touches you. You know, those are, those are powerful. And, you know, just knowing that the Lord has used this tool to, in spite of all of our efforts, right, has used this tool to minister and help the of the people is is amazing. Yeah, that is truly wonderful. And I would love to just sit down with you and just talk about all the stories that you must have, uh, you know, being on the other end of this software. Um, that is awesome. Okay, so, um, you know, we're on to our last question. And uh, as always, uh, when we interview guests, we asked their, um, them this question, and that is, you know, what encouragement can you give to the man who has struggled with porn for a long time with little victory as a result? You know, that was a, that was a deep question. Um, I would say there's hope. There's hope in Christ. And, you know, First John uh, 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I would I would just encourage people that no matter how bad the sin issue is, there's always hope in Christ. Um, you know, the gospel is the way to freedom. And so I would highly recommend anybody that is really struggling with any enslavement issue, pornography or depression or self-harm, whatever you're into, there's always hope in Christ. Um, the other one would be to surround yourself with brothers or sisters that will be there for you. Um, being an accountability partner is a hard thing. It is not an easy road. You have to self-sacrifice yourself to carry the burdens of somebody else, as Galatians uh, 6 says. Look for those people and surround yourself with those people. That's going to be your key to relationships and to helping you through. I will also say we're all prone to sin and we need each other to stay, to stay strong. You know, a, um, a Proverbs, you know, the three cord rope is not easily broken. And so, you know, having that community of brothers is very important. Um, you know, this is another thing. All because you do the right thing and you break the enslavement pattern, um, it doesn't mean things are going to be easy and all roses for you. Sin always has consequences. 
and you have to address those consequences. You have to live with them. Um, the more you address those consequences and uh, deal with them, I would say the more victorious you're going to be. Um, but again, there's always hope in Christ. Uh, run to him and uh, stay in him. Those would be the words of encouragement that I would give. Um, your church, I would look for a church that is authentic in their relationships. Um, church authenticity of relationships means people are going to ask you questions. And they're going to ask you hard questions. How's your spiritual life? How can I pray for you? Um, you really want to look for a church that really is caring about the people. And an authentic relationship is very strong. The culture of accountability, the ministry of accountability is strong as well. Look for that. And that's the, um, I would, those would be the words of encouragement. I would say it's a hard fight. It is. Um, you know, people go many years with uh, different types of victory. You have to want it. You really have to want it. You have to pray the Holy Spirit will set you free and just stay in Christ. Yeah, those are words of life. Thank you, brother, for that encouragement. And thank you for um, spending the time with us to chat about uh, your wonderful company and all that God has done in your life and in your ministry and to talk about accountability software and you know what makes it good and how to set it up so that it is most effective in our lives um, thank you for laboring faithfully in giving uh, brothers and sisters this tool to guard against temptation uh, you know if you if uh, people want to learn more about accountable to you or um, you know, get in touch with you. Where can they find you and your company online? Sure. Yeah, just go to accountable to you. Uh, that's accountable to number two, you.com. Um, that's our homepage. That's our resources are there as well under our learn section. Um, we are adding new articles into that learn section that are, um, you know, that really go and dive deep into the points that I was talking about um, earlier today. Um, and so I would highly encourage you to go there. Um, if, you, if you want to contact me, just use our regular support at accountabletoyou.com. And um, one of our team will reach out. And then if, if I need to be connected, I'll be happy to jump on as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for sitting down with us. God bless you, brother. Thank you, George. It's good talking to you. Well, 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 brothers, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview uh, with Ben Lawrence and that you guys got some good value out of there on how to, you know, choose the best accountability software, how they work, uh, how to best implement it in your life. And I hope, brothers, that you will go out and uh, take a look at some of the options out there, whether that is accountable to you or something else. Uh, as I said in the beginning, if you want to go to accountable, that's the word accountable to the number two, you.com, you can get more information on that and you can also get a free trial. And I do commend it to you and I pray that uh, you guys would continue to grow in holiness and purity and overcome this, this sin of pornography. And so brothers, until next time.
God bless you, and as always, the victory is ours. Hey brothers, are you struggling with porn? Have you tried time and time again to leave it behind, but you keep falling into the same cycle of committing sin, feeling immense shame, getting back up at square one, only to fall again? And all along the way, you feel like you're dying a slow death. If so, then I invite you to check out the Titus 2 Overcoming Porn community. The Titus 2 Overcoming Porn community is the exclusive online membership community for dedicated men who want to cut off pornography and live in lasting freedom over sexual sin. So whether you're falling daily into pornography and masturbation, or you have made good progress and you are just looking for further growth and accountability, then the Overcoming Porn community is perfect for you. Our membership community combines teaching, counseling, accountability, and community to give you everything you need to overcome porn. You will be plugged into a powerful community of men who understand your struggle and who have the ability to mentor, encourage, and empower you on your journey to freedom. We will be with you every step of the way. So check it out at Titus 2 Institute. That's Titus with the number 2 institute.com forward slash overcoming porn. Overcoming porn has a hyphen in between. That's Titus 2 institute.com forward slash overcoming dash porn. And remember, brothers, the victory is ours. Thank you for listening to the Overcoming Porn podcast. We hope that this podcast and our other resources can equip you to find freedom over porn and lust. Please visit Titus 2 Institute. That's Titus with the number 2, institute.com for all of our other resources.